Hi, I'm Kelsey Harrison, and this is the Get Wild Podcast, where each episode we dig into ways to reclaim your most wild and authentic self. Hello and welcome to the Get Wild Podcast. This is Kelsey, and I am so grateful that you've taken the time to tune in today to listen, to give me, you know, 30 minutes of your day or however long this podcast episodes end up ends up being. And yeah, I'm just excited every single time I get to record one of these. They are so much fun. And I also learn a lot about myself and different topics along the way. Uh, with that, if you ever have any topics you want to hear about or, you know, stories or questions for me, please don't hesitate to email them or, you know, direct message me on Instagram or Facebook. Um, It is GetWildKelsey. That is my Instagram. That's my website, all of the things. Um, And I will link that in the show notes. But yeah, don't, don't hesitate to reach out and connect. Um, and how are you, you know, let me know how you're doing, what your life looks like. Um, and just to check in. And I, and I truly do mean that I live for community and connections. So don't feel weird about reaching out to me, whether you know me or you don't know me because everyone's a stranger until they're your friend. Um, yeah. And with that, we're going to go ahead and just dig into, the topic today, which I'm super excited about. Um, I actually was going to talk about something entirely different and then kind of got inspired and sidetracked and here we are. Um, (laughs) So today we're going to just get into reviewing your 2020 and setting you up for success in 2021. And, you know, if you are sitting down or you can grab a pen or paper. That's awesome. If you're driving, then listen and you can come back to this or reflect. Um, And this is sort of just the process that I go through towards the end of the year and into the new year. And honestly, I do it more often than that um, on a much smaller level. And it totally helps me to get grounded, reflect, review, evaluate what my life and year has looked like and what I want it to look like moving forward, what I'm working towards and what some of my intentions and manifestations are for the following year. And this is something, you know, you can do yearly or you can do quarterly, monthly, whatever works um, and modify it. You know, it's what I'm going to be discussing today and giving is a lot of information and a lot of questions to reflect on and, you know, pick up what feels good and leave what doesn't fit with you. Um, And yeah, I also am going to make a worksheet that will hopefully be done by when this podcast airs next week. Um, And it is a free worksheet that's going to have all of the questions and all of this outlined. So if you are listening to this and you want that free worksheet, that's incredible. Just send me a message and I will get that free worksheet out to you. It's just something to, a way to get your thoughts on paper and to have it structured in front of you. 
Um, yeah. So I just committed myself to that on this podcast. So that will be done by the time this podcast airs. So if you're listening, you want to pause it, send me an email or do the worksheet following after listening to the podcast, just, yeah, go ahead and reach out to me and we'll just get into it. And so first of all, I just want to start with acknowledging manifestation and intention setting and goal setting and resolutions and talk about that for a quick moment. I am a very big believer in the power of manifestation and that we can create our lives. We can create, you know, our own realities and we can manifest what we desire. And I think it's a mixture of manifestation and action. So I don't believe that you can sit around and simply write out your goals or dream about things and move on and it's just going to appear in your life. I believe you do those steps. You manifest, you create those visions of your future, and then you take action. You cannot have one without the other. And if you're taking action without having a clear vision, then you might be taking big, massive action, but it might not align with what you actually want in your life. So creating that manifestation and that vision allows you to know where you're going and to see how your actions align with what your goals actually are. Additionally, I don't really like to set uh, New Year's resolutions personally. I know that that's a lot of people's opinions more so as time goes on, it seems, but I've never been too fond of them because to set a resolution is like a New Year's resolution is acting as though on January 1, you're going to be different or on January 1, you're going to live a different life. And that's just not realistic. So for me, it's setting intentions, goals, long-term, right? And, and also, you know, figuring out what kind of a life I want to live to get me to that goal. So not, I'm going to, you know, get on this diet or lose this much weight or anything, but I'm going to live a healthier lifestyle or I'm going to move my body more. And that lets it be more of a flexible and realistic and manageable, you know, um, motivator. And if you, if your goal is to move your body more, then you're going to naturally, most likely, you know, get into better shape. And additionally, you're not solidified into a goal that is unattainable. You are not going to miss a day and then quit the entire program. You're not going to beat yourself up. You're going to having these intentions of moving your body more creates that space for you to explore what that looks like, to see what fits and what works, and to do it in a way that is joyful and full of grace and forgiveness for yourself and for whatever it turns out to be. So we are not setting resolutions here, people. We are setting intentions. We are manifesting what we want our lives to look like. And we're setting the tone for 2021 and reflecting on 2022. Because just like with anything in life, we must evaluate 
where we are, how we got here, what has worked, what has not, and how we've created this life for ourselves and whether we're happy with it or not. Um, So manifestations, intentions, not resolutions, not strict goals that you must abide by. Otherwise you have failed. That is not what we're doing. Um, And that can work for some people, but I find that the more grace is that is weaved into what you are planning, the more joy you will find and peace along the way. So first you want to start, if you have your pen and paper and maybe you're all set up or you're just listening, whatever it looks like, you want to start with your review of 2020. And this is something I've just recently started doing the last few years. I have always done intention setting, but to really review the past year in a curious and um, more intentional manner is really impactful. So there's a couple different categories that I like to review. Uh, The first one being the people in your life over the past year. And this is friends, family, romantic work, whatever it is. It can be people on social media. It can be people in the news. But the people, the humans in your life. And begin here with reviewing the impact that they've had on your life. Is that impact positive or negative, right? Is this friendship serving me? Is there value being given back and forth? Is this person giving more to me than I am to them? Or am I simply giving and giving all the time and never receiving from this relationship? So taking a look at your relationships and evaluating the value that is given back and forth between the two. Who has served you in this past year of 2020? And how have they served you? What experiences have they brought to you that you wouldn't have otherwise had? Do you want to carry these relationships over into the next year? And so for this, a lot of it, it's great to obviously reflect on your romantic relationships because that's oftentimes, you know, the biggest front runner in what you're constantly questioning. But additionally, your friendships, right? The the people you interact with on a day-to-day basis. Because I've heard this quote, which I'm going to butcher it, but that you are an accumulation of the five people you spend the most amount of time with. So who are those five people? Are they benefiting you? Are they bringing you to a higher level? Are they forcing you to challenge yourself? Are they challenging you? Or are they bringing you down? Are they giving you bad habits? You know, just analyze the people you spend time with, the people you surround yourself with. And do you want to carry that over into the next year? Is it something that is making you a better person? And it's okay if they're not. It's okay if you don't want to carry them over. That doesn't make you a bad person. That doesn't make you a bad friend. It's all about setting boundaries and taking care of number one. And honestly, number one is you. 
And that doesn't mean you do this reflection and then you call your friend and you tell them that you don't want to see them anymore. But it can just be distancing yourself or creating more emotional and mental boundaries within your relationship. Uh, It could be ending certain friendships entirely if you feel as though that's the need. Or just, you know, reallocating your time and energy to people who are giving to you and people where you feel as though the give and take is more equal than other relationships. So first thing to review the people in your life and how they serve you or how they don't and which people you've been with that have brought you the most joy. What people have brought you the most happiness and laughter and the memories that fill you up and fill your soul. All right. So the next thing is I always like to do uh, like places, which this year is going to look a whole lot different. I do, you know, places, cities, states that I've traveled to in the past year or that I've lived and what those places meant for me, what I got out of them, what I gave to those different cities or communities and if those are places I want to revisit, if those are places that were so impactful that, you know, I I will carry it in my heart for forever. And 2020 was not a big traveling year for me, as I'm assuming it wasn't for most. But you can still reflect on places in the sense of, did you have a yoga studio you went to that made you feel safe and secure and that became a home? Or was there a certain workplace that you decide you don't want to be at anymore? Or, you know, was there a specific um, outdoor area that brought you joy and life and that made you feel peace and calm amongst the chaos? So maybe you're by the ocean or the mountains or you're craving that. Whatever it looks like, analyze the places in your life in the last year, how they've affected you, how they've impacted you negatively or positively. What have helped you grow? What have held you back? So we're going to look at the people and then the different places. Um, And the next one that kind of goes along with places is the experiences that have brought you goodness or sadness and, you know, what experiences have deeply changed who you are and how you will live your life. What are the top memories from the year, the top moments where you felt the most joy? Like if I was to ask you, what what are the five happiest moments of 2020 and you had to jot them down? What are they? What are those experiences? What do they consist of? Are there any factors that are consistent between them all. And that can be a person. That can be, you know, a topic, whatever that looks like. Um, I was doing this last year with my best friend, Justin. Shout out to Justin. You're living in the basement right now. So you're just two floors below me. Um, And we reflected on 2019. This was last year. And one thing he came up with was that all of the memories that stood out the most to him were ones where he was in 
a community, a group of people, and they were just joyous, fun, deep conversations, you know, dancing and laughter. And um, with that, community is not one of his strong points. Community is not something he actively seeks or was not at the time. And it's not something that comes supernatural to him. Um, and so for 2020, he wanted to incorporate more of that because he reviewed his past year and recognized that that was one of the things that brought him the most joy, yet it wasn't a priority. So he needed to switch his priorities and and create it to be one because it was obviously giving him more than he even realized or more than he could understand. And so that reflection kind of gave him that insight into what was serving his soul. So review your people, review the places you've been, review your experiences, what help you grow. Um, and review, I also like to review the plans that I had for the previous year. So I, I like to keep the journals or the worksheets that I do this on and review them over time to be like, oh, that's that's funny, that happened, that didn't, this is what working, this was not a great, you know, concept to to dream of. Um, so reviewing your plans on, you know, what did you have planned, what worked, what didn't work. So for 2020, I know for me and for probably a lot of people, there were a lot of plans that fell through. But you know, and, and I don't view that as a negative. So don't view, you know, oh, that my trips were canceled in 2020 as a negative, but view it as this happened. It's a fact. And what came out of that? You know, what other on the other side of it, what was created by that cancellation, by that plan falling through? And reflect on how you handled those changes that came up. So, Maybe you had a plan of what your life would look like, what trips you would go on, or you know what you were going to do with your business or with your education, and it didn't happen. It didn't look the way you thought. Evaluate how you handled that, how it impacted you, how you allowed it to affect you, or if you moved forward and you did so with a joyful and grateful heart. So people, places, experiences, review your plans, and look at any goals or intentions you've set last year. And if you didn't set any, that's okay. But if you had any, you know, analyze those. What did you meet? What goals or intentions did you fulfill? What did you not? And if you didn't fulfill them, or even if you did, did they align with who you are and or did you even complete this goal and recognize that it wasn't needed or that it didn't fit with who you are now and that's okay and maybe you had a goal or intention in mind and you totally dropped it because you came to the realization that you know this this isn't who I want to be this isn't something I'm I need to fulfill so I'm going to leave it I'm I'm going to release that um so look at your goals, check in with them. Were they attainable? 
what would you do differently? What, what would you pursue differently? Um, look at your growth of the year. So how did you grow this past year in 2020? How did you grow in your business, in your personal life, health, relationships? You know, did you push yourself? Did you learn new skills? And and what challenged you? What were some things that challenged you and pushed you out of your comfort zone? Were there any unexpected gifts or experiences this year that you couldn't have planned for and that led to something greater than you could have even imagined? So through this whole review of 2020, do it with a heart of gratitude, right? Do it with coming from a place of gratitude and thankfulness and appreciation because whenever you do anything from a place of gratitude, it it just feels entirely more powerful and different. So once you've reviewed it all, you know, check in with any words. So this is an my actually this is my favorite part of uh, doing my yearly review and year uh, year planning um, is I come up with these words that I want my year to encompass. And it's okay if they change and it's okay if they don't fit. Um, And usually I do like three or four words. And just to give you an example, um, in 2019, the word that I wanted 2019, 2019? No, the word I wanted 20, yeah, 2019 to encompass was grounding. And it was. It was. I was so grounded in Charleston in 2019. I found a incredible yoga community. Hello, Charleston yogis. I love you all. And I had found my place, my people. I moved out on my own, lived in my own condo. I got a full-time job and was managing the studio and just was really solidified in feeling like I belonged there more than I've ever felt, had ever felt anywhere else up until that point. So 2019 was grounded. And then at the end of 2019, I came up with the words for 2020, which was expansion, opposite of grounding. (laughs) Expansion, um, yes. Yes was one of my words. And open. Open was the other one. I wanted to be open to whatever life threw at me. And so my three words for 2020 were expansion, open, and yes. And that is so much of what I got from this past year. I found so much more expansion in moving across the country and in quitting my full-time job that I had gotten and And, you know, starting my own business, meeting new people, starting to find a whole entire new yoga community that is, I'm still learning and meeting and and figuring out this Colorado yoga community. 
Um, and yes, I wanted to say yes to things, right? So I was saying, I said yes to everything that popped up for the most part, to new, new opportunities, to, you know, relationships that are scary and move, you know, faster than most. Um, and that, you know, got me to where I am today. Um, I, I also just kept an open heart and I tried not to be too, tied down to the plans or expectations that I did have of the year. And that helped me to navigate the uncertainty that 2020 was. So yeah, you know, yes, expansion, open, those were my words. And my year very much so resonated in that sense. And so after you've reviewed your 2020, you figured out you know, what, maybe what your words were, if you had set them and reflected on if they fit or if they didn't fit. I want you to really celebrate the good. So often we focus on how to improve and we don't necessarily pay attention on what went well, what worked, what we did that we are so freaking proud of. So take a moment write down, you know, 10. I hope you have 10 or more. Keep going if you can keep going. Things that you are proud of, things that went well or that that lit you up, that made you feel alive and grateful and that were just so good. Celebrate the good. Take the time to do that. And then you will be in that space of gratitude and when you set your intentions moving forward they will be coming from a space of love and joy and gratitude and that is so powerful so celebrate the freaking goodness all right after that let's get ready and set your 2021 up for whatever it is going to be, but set it up in a way where it's intentional, where you have control and awareness over what you want to get out of this time. So be clear. Clear, That is like number one thing when you're setting intentions or manifesting. And I'm going to do a whole podcast on intention setting and then one on manifestations because I do believe they are two separate things. Um, They're they can be intertwined, but they are two different uh, mindsets and ways to look at it. Whatever you do, be clear. So find some clarity in your intentions and goals and your vision. Make them realistic. And if it is, you know, a, a plan for your business or your health or whatever, make it realistic and create it to where there are actionable steps that are attainable and flexible because, you know, just like I said, you can't set the goal of losing weight to where you are in such a strict schedule or routine that if you miss a day, you want to quit or you beat yourself up, right? Because missing one day of something is not the end of the world. And it doesn't mean you failed. It means you're human. We all mess up. We all miss days. So keep going regardless. You know, it is that consistency. It is a compounding consistency that causes change. 
That was a lot of C's in one sentence. Compounding consistency causes change. (laughs) Um, So clarify your goals. And with that clarity, if you are writing out a vision or an intention or a manifestation, be so clear. And I'll give you an example of this. Rather than, and this one is, you know, just, I feel like kind of an easy one for an example. Rather than I want to make, I want to make more money this year or I want more money. That's not very clear. That's very broad. Rather say, you know, I, in 2021, I will bring in 250K into my business by selling yoga retreats and online classes. And I will do it while feeling rested, joyful, working four days a week and having mental clarity, right? So that that is just an example off the top of my head. And it is so much more developed and clear for what I want and what I want my goal to look like. I'm not just seeking money. I am seeking a specific number, how I'm going to receive that and what the rest of my life will look like once I get it while I'm earning it, you know, and additionally, maybe it's, you know, I want to live a healthier lifestyle by eating, you know, more fruits and vegetables, moving my body a few times a week, practicing yoga, drinking less. And I will do it all in a way that I listen and tune in and I feel easeful. So it is very important to be intentional and extremely clear with your manifestations. The the more information you can put into it, the better. So when I'm writing out a vision or a manifestation, I get very, very into in deep into it. I have, you know, this this is what I look like. This is what my day to day is. This is the smells of that I smell. This is what I see. I have, you know, tattoos or I I don't or whatever it is. But be, the more clear you can be, the better. And that doesn't mean it's going to happen perfectly, but it allows you to visualize it in a more realistic way. Um, so be clear, have clarity on your goals, make them realistic, create smaller steps and create a priority list. So based off of what you reflected on your 2020, create a priority list for 2021 of the people you want to surround yourself with the most, who brings you the most light, love, joy, and growth. Who do you want to give that time and energy to? Make a list of the places that you really want to go. And maybe that's visiting home. Maybe that is traveling to certain places that have been on your list for years and you're going to commit to 2021. Maybe that's, for me, I want to go on a yoga retreat. Like I lead them, obviously, but one of my goals in 2021, or not goals, but intentions, is that I'm going to go on a retreat because I deserve that. I need that. And so that figuring that out and putting that on my list for this year 
makes it a little more tangible and real when it comes to planning. Um, you know, create a priority list of experiences you want to have. Maybe that's being in more community settings or possibly, you know, doing experiences, things you've never done before. So maybe on your list, it's, I want to skydive. I want to, you know, travel to Europe if that's available in 2021, whatever it looks like, but get clear and create a priority list. So you know what is number one and you can get rid of everything else that is just clutter and in the way of reaching what you want to create out of this year. And what do you want to learn? How do you want to continue your learning, your knowledge, and your growth? Is there a training that you want to do? A course? Do you want to go back to school? Are you looking to get into coaching or therapy is awesome? You know, whatever it is, create those priority lists of the people, the places, the experience, and the learning that you want your year to encompass. So get clear on your goals and create that priority list. And then ask yourself, you know, what do you want to let go of? And it's not bad if it's a people or a place or a city or a job. But what do you want to let go of? What do you want to leave in 2020? And how can you do that in a way that you feel good about it? How can you step into the next chapter of your life and fully close that last chapter. And, you know, just some questions. How can you live fuller? How can you live more alive and passionately in your life? And then, you know, what would you do this year? And these are just some fun questions I love. But what would you do this year if you knew you could not fail? I think that is such a powerful question. What would you do if you knew you could not fail? And if your answer is not what you're doing, then you need to change something. Awesome. Okay. And then figure out your words. So for me, I, my words that I've come up with, and I'm still, you know, solidifying my review as well, but in my reset for 2021, my words are, I have four, I think, um, abundance. That is just something that I am really working towards in all areas of my life, but like fully believing in abundance versus scarcity in the fact that there is enough of everything for everyone. And you know, we don't have to come at life from a place of lack, but rather come to it from a place of abundance. So abundance, no. So last year, my word was yes. This year, it's one of mine is no, because one skill, and it is a skill, one skill I'm working on is saying no to things that don't serve me. Saying no to create more space within my life for what I'm meant to be doing. And that way I can better allocate my energy and my time by saying no. And that's, you know, goes back to the enlightened no, which I talked about in one of my podcasts. Um, my first one, I believe. 
And so, yeah, say, saying no to things so I can say hell yes to other things. Abundance, no. Um, radiant. I just, I, I love that word. Somebody actually messaged me on Instagram um, and a girl I went to high school with and said that I am embodying being radiant. And I was like, that is, first of all, thank you, right? Second of all, I want to embody that all the time, not just on my social media, but in my life. I want to be radiant with life and bright and shining and just full of love. So I was like, I will make this one of my words. And then, oh, I actually have five. I just remembered my other two. (laughs) I have um, curiosity because I want to be constantly curious about, you know, my business and my choices, why I'm doing what I'm doing and what's working, what's not working. And to be curious with a playful mindset that allows it just to be an experiment, a constant experiment in life. And then creativity. Um, I actually have a goal or intention of writing a book next year. And I'm my thoughts are that it can be a really shitty book and that's fine. But I'm going to write a book and it might suck. And I might not ever let anyone read it, but I'm going to write one. And... So creativity, creating content, worksheets, podcasts, whatever I can create. Um, I never believed I was creative until I found yoga. And then I thought I was only creative through my movements. And I've realized that my writing and my words, it's all a creative process. And I want to tap into it. I want to explore it a little deeper. So, you know, and with that word creativity, I plan to... Um, designate an hour of every single morning to writing this book. Doesn't matter what I write and it can be super shitty. It could not get put in the book, but I'm going to write every day for an hour. And that's what I'm going to do every weekday, I should say. Um, So those are my words. Abundance, no, radiant, creativity, and curiosity. And, you know, you can change them. Maybe it's, you know, June or March or whenever it is. And you're like, this word does not fit with me right now. And that's okay. You're not married to what you decide. You're not like, this doesn't mean anything. It's just a fun process of clearing your mind and setting the stage for the next year. So yeah, find your words, put them on a sticky note, put them up on your bathroom mirror, whatever it is, whatever you want to do. You know, you can put them as your phone background, and, and see how you can embody those. See how they show up in ways you didn't expect. Like, I know I did not expect to move to Colorado. Like, especially in March when COVID started, I did not think I would be moving to across the country in the middle of a pandemic. And here I am. I didn't think I would be running my own business. You know, these, I didn't think I would have fallen in love. So stay open to whatever happens. See how the words and the intentions you set play out. And it's going to be in ways you don't even realize. I love, love, love looking back. And I actually cannot find my journal right now, but I reflected like two weeks ago. It's somewhere around my house. And it was, first of all, hilarious. Justin and I, 
shout out again, Justin, uh, did this last year. He came and visited for New Year's Eve. So the 31st, we went and we did all of this of December. And I wrote down that I would, we were, Justin and I were going to move to Colorado by the end of 2021 at the latest. And he, here we are. We both live here now. Uh, we live together. Um, and it happened sooner than I thought, but I put it on writing. I put it down in writing and it happened, right? I put down that I would create a life that is full of rest and more time off, yoga, travel, and that I would bring in more um, money and into my life because you know, that's a goal. It's, it's an exchange of energy and that's what I've done. And so when you put these things in writing, you might not know it, but you are almost committing them to your brain. You are putting them out there into the universe. You are asking. So be so clear. Oftentimes people manifest things that they don't really want. So be very, very clear on what you are manifesting and what you are asking for. After you have set your intention and made sure you're doing it from a place of gratitude and growth, also make sure you're doing it from a place of flexibility to where you allow those intentions and goals to adapt and to change. And once you've set them, let them go. Trust the process of it all. Don't beat yourself up. Don't get mad at yourself if you, you know, don't don't complete them, but give yourself that space to trust the process. And you know, I like to share mine with the people closest to me. And if that's comfortable for you, I encourage you to do that because it is so beneficial in holding you accountable. And you can ask people to hold you accountable. Hey, I want to be more patient this year. Can you hold me accountable and call me out when I'm being impatient? It's, It's all about the journey, right? Intentions are about the journey that you take to reach them rather than the outcome. Your goal or resolution, if your resolution is to lose weight, your intention is to move your body. And that makes it about the journey, not the outcome. And that's what I love so much more, right? Because when you're climbing a mountain, yes, the summit is beautiful and it is, but what's more impactful is the people you meet along the way, the challenges you overcome, the night sleeping in the tent and every single step, the training for months, Every step along the way, the journey is what is most important, not the outcome, not the summit. So allow yourself that space to be flexible and to let go of your goals. Um, and that that's what I got. So awesome. Thank you for taking the time for listening. Um, if you listened and you have not received or you did not get this free worksheet, please just ask me. I would love to send it to you, even if it's, you know, after the fact. Um, Yeah. And I 
of course, have yoga retreats coming up in 2021. So if on your list you want to travel and do yoga, you should join me. Um, They're going to be awesome. Right now, I still have spots on my California retreat in June of 2021, my Asheville retreat in October, and my Tulum in November. I also do private retreats. So if you have like a bachelorette party coming up or a girls weekend or, you know, whatever you want that to look like, I am here for it and I'm here to plan it and just reach out to me because I love all of that shit. So yeah, thank you so much for your time. And you can check me out at Get Wild Kelsey. Uh, that's my website and my Instagram, and I'll put all of those on the thing. So on the show notes, that's what that's called. Um, yeah, thank you all. And I hope you have a wonderful New Year's. Or if you're listening to this, that your New Year's was great. Thank you for tuning in to the Get Wild podcast. Once again, my name is Kelsey Harrison, and I am so grateful you showed up in this space and you are a part of this community that embraces authenticity and vulnerability. And as always, don't hesitate to reach out with questions or topics, or let me know if you want to come on a retreat or if anything resonated with you. And I am truly so grateful for you, each and every one of you, whether it's your first time listening or you listen every single week, because I do this entirely to connect and to give a little bit more of myself to the rest of the world. So thank you for tuning in and so much love and kindness and gratitude for you.